You're listening to Trade Secrets with Oliver and Denise. If you work for Microsoft, you can't share operational secrets with someone from Apple. Yeah, that's true. But in relationships, though, it's a little different. We should share the good, the bad, all of those types of things that help our relationships to grow. Yeah, you're right about that. And I feel like the information shared in these conversations will do just that. So let's dive into today's episode. You ready? I'm ready. How are you feeling today? Feeling great. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. And we have, of course, as a, as usual. As usual. We have some great guests. Awesome. Can't great wait to guests. Talk to great them. guests. Who do we have today? We have Jocelyn and Aaron Freeman. And I'm very excited to hear what they have to say. Thank you so Thank much you. for joining us. We appreciate your time. Oh, absolutely. We're always excited to talk relationships and in this case, talk shop or trade secrets with other coaches. This is really a, a special conversation. Yeah, awesome. good stuff, man. Thank you for joining us. Let's let's jump right into the conversation. You had some stuff you wanted to to talk to them about, so I'll let you start out. Yeah, I was just curious as to how did you reach to where you are now? You're coaching, and you have a book that's that's out, The New Power Couple. That's the name of the book, right? Correct. Okay, so how did you get to where you are now? Gosh, it's like it's been such a journey. You never know where life is going to take you. And so actually five years ago, I was working as a nurse and Aaron was working as an engineer and we were satisfied, but not completely fulfilled. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure many people can relate to that, right? Like we could have kept going, we would have been happy, but our souls weren't fulfilled. Mm-hmm. We weren't in our purpose. And so it was really incremental. First, we knew that we wanted to have more freedom, both financially, time, and wanted to impact more people. So our first business venture was health and wellness. We were doing mostly nutrition and fitness coaching, helping people really have the bodies that they desire. And just because of our brand, us doing it as a couple building that business, we attracted a lot of couples to us. Mm -hmm. So they would say, well, thanks for helping us with our health. We look great, but also, could you tell me how you communicate? We're not so good at that. (laughs) And you know, what about goals? You guys are really like motivated. How do you, how do we set goals as a couple and achieve them? And we really started to sit back and we had actually begun doing a lot of personal development. And we actually were noticing, we we're like, you know what? There's marriage and then there's therapy and mm. there's not a whole lot in between. Right. And that's kind of the mindset, right? Is More so out, even like the wedding. It's like a couple yeah. focuses on, well, we'll get to the wedding. We'll get the house. Right. And then once that gets achieved, they kind of stop creating things until right. there's a problem. Yeah. Then you get, you know, like counseling. We're like, you know, people understand coaching from like a health and wellness or CEOs or athletic perspective, mm-hmm. but like coaching in an ongoing strengthening and growing a relationship is so needed, but there's mm-hmm. like such a, a gap there. Yeah. yeah. And that's really where we, you know, we said, you know, let's really master the principles of relationships. So we really went and got like our PhD in a couple of years. I mean, there's a lot that we went into, became ordained ministers, learned a ton about coaching relationships. And we said, let's actually make the norm be that you proactively grow as a couple. You proactively work on your relationship. I mean, think about it. You go to school, you spend a ton of money on education, but then people kind of go, you know what? Let's give this whole marriage thing. Let's just give it a go. 
Right. No, we don't need to learn yeah, We anything. don't need a degree or anything. Let's just try right. You know, <laughs> let's just give it a shot. Sure, we're merging our entire lives, our finances, living oh. in the same place. And we're both coming from completely different pasts and upbringings. But yeah, let's just give this a goal, a go blindly. Right. You know? And so that's really our mission is to make it normal, make it mainstream instead of like the shame, the embarrassment when you've got to, ooh, we're working on our relationship. Like how right. to be like, no, like th- there's a lot of skill to learn. And the funny thing is about that is, and we say this all the time, is that you have a car, you maintain your car, you get tune-ups, you get oil changes, and you don't think anything of it. But when it comes to your relationship, there's always this, mm, you know, I don't want to go to therapy unless I shouldn't be going to therapy unless something's wrong. You know, I think we'll just try to figure it out by ourselves type thing. We don't want anyone to know if we're going to therapy and we wait until there's an issue instead yeah. of maintaining your relationship and getting tune ups and going to coaching classes to just maintain what you have or make it better. Not necessarily that there was anything wrong. And it's yeah. crazy because that's the very opposite of what we do in the rest in all the other facets of our lives, yep. right? Yeah. We don't do that when we're sick. We right. don't do that on with our careers. We don't yeah. do that in any other facet of our lives. Like you said, we, we get into marriage and we're like, hey, we're just gonna wing it. We're gonna wing it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So just to quickly wrap up that story, Aaron and I have both been retired from the corporate world for almost three years now and have been coaching couples, marrying couples, and now have actually built, we'll share more about this, but an entire empowered couples university and have multiple levels of different programs, services, and great resources for couples. Wow. Good stuff. Good stuff. So we were looking at your site and and for those of you that listen, we, we, all of that information will be in the show notes so that you can get a hold of them. But talking about the power couple, mm-hmm. right? And we we throw that phrase around. We look at individuals and we like how they look. They're dressed nice and they seem to present themselves well. And you're like, oh, man, that's the power couple. Right. But talk to us about really what that is as, as it relates to what you guys do. This is so great because when we were thinking about the title of our book, that is a popular phrase. Mm-hmm. And Jocelyn's dad even said to us, well, I don't know about power couple because back when I was growing up that was like if you looked at somebody that had wealth and status and you tried to model yourself after them we said oh yeah so then hence why our book is called the new power couple the new, new power, power couple. couple okay and so what's what's the concept behind that what are what do you guys what type of couple are you trying to create is it is it business minded is it holistic in nature what who who fits the new power couple scenario well, even right before that, I'll finish that statement about the new power couple. So rather than it be about something where you look in the direction of another couple, you see something you desire, you want to be like or model after, it's not about trying to be someone else. Okay. A new power couple is one that actually, number one, co-creates together. They co-create their life together based on a vision and being aligned with that vision. And it's some, it's some deep work. It's, it's personal work. Because relationships are a mirror. Your partner is a mirror for you to actually see the places for you to grow into becoming the best version of yourself. And then so ultimately, you know, when you talk about real power, what's real power in anyone's life? It's really the ability to respond the way that you desire rather than to react to life, right? So when people talk about unconditional love or unconditional anything, It's really that you can maintain your state, a state of love, a state of connection, 
no matter what circumstance. That's unconditional, not based on conditions. And so true power is for you as a couple to stay connected, to experience love, to be present, really no matter what's happening, and you stay aligned with a vision that you co-create together. Wow, I like that. I like that. That's that's a great definition that you just gave of unconditional yeah. commitment, right? No matter yeah. what. Do you want to know? Do you want to know what the purpose of life is, really quick? Uh, yes. Absolutely. Okay, so the purpose of life is to create. We are all creators. Okay. So then the purpose of relationship is to co-create. Mm. And that's where I really want to underline what Aaron shared about being the new power couple is about, you know, what you are co-creating. You wake up every day and you know that as a couple, it, you won't be perfect. Being mm. perfect would be boring. Right. It would. You learn, you grow, you get challenged by relationships, but you go, you know what? We wake up every day. We're a couple, we're partners and we're co-creators. So what are we co-creating today? How are we intentionally living today? So the purpose of life is to create. The purpose of couples is to co-create. So for all you folks out there with Twitter fingers, that that was a tweetable moment right there. I love it. Please hashtag the Freemans. Yes, please do that. Please do that. Do not do not say you came up with that on your own. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Good stuff. Good stuff. So so you're so you're in the coaching space now. You've um, you're not in in your careers anymore. You've moved into the coaching space now. What are some of the challenges? that you face as it relates to being in this space now and and building those new power couples. Mm. Yeah. And I love, I really love talking about the coaching space and we're grateful to say that we've actually grown our business to be in the top 20% of all coaching businesses. Nice. Congratulations. Super grateful. Thank you. And, and we say that because we want to share how we did that. You know, we want to tell other coaches how we did that. And especially people who are interested in being relationship coaches, which mm-hmm. is an upcoming niche that is really has so much potential. So a couple things is one I notice is that there are people who want to be coaches and they don't invest in themselves first. Okay. So they're like, all right, I want to be a coach. I want to help people and I want to charge people, but I've never invested in myself or mm. I have a lack mindset, you know, so I'm, I'm not going to invest in a coach myself. So there's an incongruency, you know, when you're being a coach, especially a paid for coach, you know, mm-hmm. so like people can mentor and do that just as gifting. But as a paid coach, you're circulating value to someone. And so they circulate value back to you in the form of money. And so we have to say, I know, I know what it's like to be on the brink of investing in yourself, probably more than you ever have. I know what that's like. And I did it myself. And when people haven't done it themselves, there's just an incongruent energy there. So that's one of the big things is like, we've invested 10 times what we ask people to invest in their coaching. So we can, without any doubt, say, we know what that's like, and we know what it's worth. Yeah. There's something else I also think of for coaches. And it's something I had to get in the beginning because I have an engineering background. I love knowledge. I, I love having it all together. It's like, once the formula's worked out, then I can go. Mm-hmm. But in the coaching space, you don't have to be leaps and bounds ahead of someone. You just have to be one step. You just have to be the one step ahead to guide someone in where they're looking to go. Okay. And you have, yeah, you have to have experience it yourself with just one step. And that is something where I've noticed a lot of coaches say they need to gather as much information and then feel like this expert 
before they get started. But you don't have to do that. You can really just, you know, learn what you need to learn to be that one step and then obviously have that passion, that desire to support and share what you got. And that's why I want to bring up one more thing. Probably the biggest thing that we got when we said yes to being relationship coaches, Mm -hmm. now all of a sudden things were coming up in our relationship. Wow. And, 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 you know, I tell this funny story about like the dishwasher and how I get, I got upset about this dishwasher because ours broke and I replaced it myself and all these things. And then Jocelyn would just throw these dishes in the dishwasher. And I'm like, that's not how they go. And I'll, and I noticed, you know, what I was withholding is that I just didn't feel appreciated for the work that I put in, right? So I share that be- only because we started to notice things come up in our relationship, but it was because we said yes to being a coach that basically God, spirit, the, the universe was like, okay, I believe you're ready. And here's this opportunity for you to learn and grow for yourself, not for you, but for the person that's coming in four days. And it it happens to us all the time. We learn something in our relationship. And then a day, two days later, a couple is like, we're dealing with this thing. And I'm like, oh my gosh. I got to jump in because two, (laughs) two quick things. I love what you're saying. And actually there's people who want to be coaches and they try to learn off the court mm. from the sidelines. Wow, I'm going like to learn these concepts on the sidelines watching. No, you learn the concepts like on the court. Like read about it, study it, right. have an idea about it yeah. rather on, than... On the court. You got to get on the court. So when we say yes to being coaches, it's super sacred. It's super important. And we basically become a vessel Mm. for all of these challenges to come through us. So people will then resist it instead of lean in. This is you being trained for it. And then one last thing I'll say about that. You can tell we're passionate about the coaching space. Absolutely. I love it. (laughs) That coaches don't seek enough help in learning how to build a coaching business. Mm, There's the coaching principles, being the skill of being a great coach. And then there's the business of being a coach because actually a lot of coaches are making under, is it 50,000 a year? Under a hundred. The average is like 33,000, right? Based on the ICF study that was done. Yeah. So under 33,000. So we urge people to learn the principles of being a a great business owner as a coach. As a coach. Awesome. I like it. I like it. That's good stuff, man. It's it's um something you said that jumped out at me and just talking about when you were talking about being on the court, right? And and you were talking about um just experiencing that. Mm-hmm. And the beauty of experiencing those things is so that you can be what you need to be for the couple that's coming up. Yeah. That's great stuff because yeah. often we feel like we have to be perfect Mm. and we feel like everything has to be great before we can actually put ourselves out there as the quote unquote example. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But the the person who is the real example is the person who can say, Hey, this is where I've experienced this. This is where we were. And and now this is where we are. I love it. That's awesome. I love what what, you know what I feel like builds credibility with clients or the openness for couples to come to a coach it's not when they see perfection, it's when they experience authenticity. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Great word, authenticity. Authenticity. I love it. Yeah, people can relate to that more. I like what you said about investing in yourself as a coach. How would you how would you suggest that one go about doing that? 
Well, I mean, really first doing an inventory, you know, of where do you need to learn? What do you need to learn? Right. So where are the gaps in your effectiveness? So is it in the actual mastery of being a coach, you know, like actually what the skills are to be a coach, how to handle tough clients, the structure of building a coaching program. Is it the business? Is it how to attract clients? Is it mindset? Is it that you are capped at the amount of money you can earn? Mm -hmm. So do you need mindset support? So I would really just do an inventory check, you know, like where, where there's some inefficiencies or places you experience stress and find the right coach for that. And there's many, many people that do that. We have obviously multiple programs that we do coach entrepreneurs, um, but finding someone that really speaks to where you're challenged and, and just really do it because there's something powerful when, when someone invests in themselves, it's like our belief is that source and the universe is like, all right, you're serious. Okay. You know, so it's like you're you really show that you're serious about what you're doing. I love it. Okay, I, I love it. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, one thing I'll just throw in there is that's actually what's really powerful about being in business together as a couple or to be a couple that coaches couples because now we get to talk about zone of genius or your different roles that you play. I know that I'm not great at as great as Jocelyn in the social media, in the marketing and like the actual sale. Okay. And she is so good at that. And when we got that, I'm a connector. I network with people. I build great relationships. Mm -hmm. Then I have the engineering mind that I build out the programs, the structure, the content. Then rather than us both trying to get good at everything, now as a couple, I can just own my zones over here and she owns her zones over here. And all, all of a sudden, it's like, we're just flying because we both get to leverage our That's zones. Right. Of- you yeah. have that synergy yeah. and you have that cohesiveness. That's mm-hmm. good stuff. And that and that really, that works in, in every aspect of a relationship, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Where you kind of are able to define the things that you excel at and you bring those things to the table and become right. a, become one unit. I, yeah. I love it. Mm-hmm. I love it. Can, let's, let's turn... The corner a little bit from coaches to to actual couples, right? Mm-hmm. What are some of the we ask this a lot to to counselors and coaches and mentors? What are if you had to break open all of the things that you deal with with various couples and you had to pull out whatever the core issue was? What would you say is the core? What's at the core? If you strip away all the layers, what's mm-hmm. at the core of what you what you guys experience? Oh gosh, there's so much. This is like the best question you can ask. <laughs> okay, and so do we have a, like three or four hours to go? Is that <laughs> no? Um, okay, we can do a part two well, and three. Why not? All right, I yours, but can I share one first? Yeah. Okay. So, well, is yours about vision? No, that's a good one. Yeah. Okay. So, here. okay. So we'll, we're gonna have three. There's okay. three core things, and we'll we'll try to be brief. No. Um, go ahead. This is actually many of them are going in our second book as well, which we're working with um, right now and with a publisher. So number one is they lack a united couple's vision statement, Mm. which is like our trademarked signature step-by-step plan. We take couples through is creating their couple's vision statement. If you think about it, any successful company has a vision because everyone that's a part of that knows where they're headed. So no matter what challenge, twist, turn comes up, all right, we're still headed towards our vision. And many times couples don't have this, so they kind of grow apart or they just get stagnant. Again, we're creators. So when we stop creating, it really dampens the aliveness in the relationship. So 
lacking a vision, which we have many resources about creating your couple's vision statement. Mm -hmm. And then second thing before Aaron, I know is excited is, (laughs) and this is kind of a more deep one that takes some real reflecting is they don't even know what relationships are for. Wow. So most people live like relationships are to fill their need mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. to fill a gap they have in themselves. Right. So it's like kind of like, well, I need you to show me love in these ways and these ways and these ways. And you need to fulfill my needs. And when you don't, I'm disappointed. And mm-hmm. then I'm going to act in accordance with the way of being, of being disappointed. Mm-hmm. And so people don't realize that relationships are for learning. And for mirroring back to you the places where you aren't yet in your fullest expression. Mm. But people instead, again, kind of like try to maneuver the person and shift and change them to make themselves happy. Right. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So it's really the view of relationships that we have distorted. And a lot of that is romanticized in movies and what we're taught. And uh, even yes. just how you what, complete me. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. so movies, but that's literally the worst advice you could ever give. Man, I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very good. So those are the two that you have, right? You said you um, had one more? Aaron's got one. One more. Okay. okay. I would actually even put yours as the top two. Okay. So mine would actually come, come there in as three. <laughs> But at the core, I would say that the individual in a relationship is just looking to be understood. Hmm. So if an individual in the relationship could focus on first seeking to understand before being understood, then now all of a sudden communication can be seen in a whole different light. Yeah. So in... In communication, you could talk about finances being the number one stressor or what causes divorce and all this, but it's really coming down to communication and the way you resolve conflict. But people always think, let me get to the solution when really all you need to do is pause and even take turns. Something that we really practice and teach is if you can, one, become the speaker and the listener and say, you know what? Okay, we haven't gotten anywhere yet. Let me just hear from you. And you allow them to share their view and opinion with you such that you can say, wow, I completely understand where you're coming from. And then they can actually look back and say, you know what? I actually feel like you completely heard me and and have seen me. I can't even tell you how many times I feel like I was upset about something. And then so Jocelyn did that and paused and just said, okay, let me, let me hear your point of view. And I shared it. And she's like, wow, I I really got this. That's what it was like for you. She said, now what? And I said, Actually, that's that's it. <laughs> I just you know, no, you were literally there is probably eighty percent of arguments are resolved just when well actually you're happened just because you don't feel like you're being understood. Right. You don't feel heard, and then we try to like force our view onto another person. Mm-hmm. Rather than you know, we just take a, a minute and just hear another person, they're like, Wow, I feel completely understood. That's yeah. all I was really looking for. Yeah. Yep. And that's good too. We we talk a lot about stepping off of your position, you know, and just what you're saying, just, you know, just take a minute, a moment, step off your position and just kind of listen to what the other person's, you know, interest in this, this thing is, you position know, position versus interest. Yeah. yeah. It's good stuff. Great stuff, man. I love it. Yeah. There's I love it. More, there's a little analogy that we were actually taught by one of our coaches. Okay. And, you know, if even physically, if we try to put our eyes together, mm-hmm. which for the listeners, we actually literally put our faces, right. they together. put their faces together for those of you who are listening. 
we physically cannot see the exact same view. We cannot physically see the same life in the same angle, right? Because our faces. Yeah. But what we try to do to our partner at some point in the relationship is get them to see it exactly our way. When it's not, it's, it's not even physically possible. True. Rather than try to get them to see it our way, if we can come into any conversation knowing, okay, I have one view, you have another view, and let's have the point of this conversation be that we both come to a new third view together. Mm, I love that. I like I love that. that. That's I awesome. like that. That's a great analogy. It is great analogy. Very good. Well, you've you've already been. You've already been doing what I'm about to ask you to do. This whole interview, you've been dropping some trade secrets, but let's get something specific from you. So if you had to give a piece of advice to the men, just a trade relationship secret, if you will, what would that be? And then one for the women as well. Mm, Well, you want to go for the men first? Okay. Okay. So you want one for each, like separately? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I've got one actually. Okay. Go for it. This is a, this is a big shift from, I think, generationally. Mm -hmm. And then for me being in the millennial, right. Even for me, it was still like, I was brought up that men, like what strength means is that I don't show emotion. Right. And as a kid, I fall down and I scrape my knee and my dad, you know, lovingly says, don't Mm -hmm. crack. Right. Suck it up. Keep that to yourself. Suck it up. Get up. Right. And we kind of learn that in sports, too. Right. Because, I mean, there's like complaining and everything. But when we get into adulthood and we get into a relationship, now all of a sudden masculine strength is not about withholding and suppressing and not showing emotion. Real strength is actually going within and keeping your heart open no matter what is happening on the outside, no matter what is happening with your partner. And the more that I can, like we like to say, hold space and I can keep this state of love and vulnerability, that's real masculine strength in a relationship, which is so much different than as we grow up, what we're kind of taught by, you know, our parents and, you know, I was, I played sports, so our coaches, right. But all of that was all fine for growing up. But when you get into a relationship, you need a different kind of strength. Mm. Yeah. You have to kind of change your perspective on that. Yeah. That's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah. So what about for, for the ladies? Gosh, this is tough. I mean, there's so much I'd want to say, but I guess I would talk about, you know, really checking in with their partner of what really has them feel connected. Because I think that, you know, some of the things we've t- picked up from the generations before us is that to make a man happy, you want to cook, you want to clean, mm-hmm. you want to, you know, be cute and be light and fun. When a lot of men are saying, you know what? I don't care if the house is just dizzy, dizzy, uh, dirty for an evening. I don't care. I'd rather have you sit down with me and Mm -hmm. connect and have a conversation. And I think a lot of women still play into the kind of traditional role when that's not real connection, you know, like upkeeping the house is important, but it's also not the priority. So Mm -hmm. I would just encourage women to really check in with their partner. Like what actually has you feel connected to me? You know, what actually would have you feel like we're incredible partners and you know, what are some new and different things you want to try? I think really thinking outside the box, getting adventurous and, you know, we all want some uncertainty in our relationship. And so being able to create that uncertainty, that romance, mm-hmm. as opposed to thinking that, no, as, as long as we keep 
keep the house tidy, we'll keep our man happy. <laughs> you know, it's, I just don't think that's as relevant as thinking outside the box and being adventurous as a couple. Yeah. Wow. Those are really great. Those are great. So, so for the men, masculine strength is not about suppressing. I love that. I love yeah. that statement that you just made. Mac, uh, masculine strength is not about suppressing. Strength is about keeping your heart open and being vulnerable. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. guys, hey, you're still a man. You can be vulnerable. It's go. It's good. You'll be okay. You'll be okay. Good stuff. And for the women, check in with your partner about their actual needs, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Don't get stuck in trying to uh, just be in a particular role that you think is what should be. Right. Great, great, great tips. We love it. We love it, man. You guys, we really could do this for a long time, couldn't we? Yes. We really yeah. could. And we might have to do another one at we'll some point down the come road. Come back again. Definitely. You might have to do another one down the road. Let's, so we're going to completely turn corners, right? So we're going to learn a little bit about you. We're going to have a little fun, right? Okay. Just for sure. 60 seconds, we're going to have a little fun. So talk about that. So what we have is what we call the 60 second think fast. And because it's two of you, we can just toggle back and forth. I'm going to give you a choice of, say, for example, your favorite color, black or white. And you have to quickly just give me an answer. So that's what we'll do. We'll go back and forth that way. It's, we have 60 seconds. Ollie mm-hmm. has it on his timer. And so we have to answer these questions in 60 seconds. It's 10 of them. All right. You ready? Yeah. You guys ready? Let's go. Let's do it. Jocelyn, you can start first. Coffee or tea? Coffee. Aaron, tea. See, see the movie or read the book? See the movie. Jocelyn, summer or winter? Summer. Aaron, morning person or night owl? Morning. Jocelyn, small town or big city? Big city. Aaron, car or truck? Truck. (laughs) (laughs) Jocelyn, gym or outdoor exercise? Oh gosh, that's really tough. Uh, I guess outdoor, oh no, gym. (laughs) Aaron, (laughs) tropical island or ski resort? Tropical island. Jocelyn, action movie or comedy? Action. Yes. <laughs> Baseball or football? Football. And the last one, try a new dish or, or play it safe? Play it safe. Yeah, play it too. safe. Good stuff. With five seconds to go. Yay. Good stuff. Good stuff. So, yeah, I, I, um, I'm, I'm with you on the play it safe. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I, I, I mean. I'll I, tell I, you a quick little thing about the Freemans. We have eaten the same breakfast Every day for five years. What is wow, that? What is it? It's it, oatmeal. I want to say because it's my okay. favorite. Chocolate, <laughs> chocolate protein oatmeal. So we take steel cut rolled oats mm-hmm. and, and then warm that up and then put a scoop of protein, uh, a scoop of peanut butter and gluten-free granola on top. He's that gonna, sounds he's, great. Yeah, he's going to try that. I know. Oh, Even I when we travel, I mean, we spent a month in Thailand. We still brought it. You know, we've been to Romania. Really? It doesn't matter where we go in the world. We bring our oats. <laughs> wow. I will definitely what, what, have to try that. Awesome. That sounds great. What's really funny is I have to, I have to throw this out there. We just watched uh, a show on Netflix about Walt Disney. Mm-hmm. And as it turns out, how he grew up, he loved eating like beans on a cracker. And no matter how successful he got, he always brought that with him. They would be at the fanciest hotel and he'd be eating this <laughs> cracker. And I said, that's us. I that's said, you always eat that protein oatmeal no matter where we go. Oh, hey, that's good. That's, and it's always good to have something like that, right? Well, at least it's healthy. Mm-hmm. I it is healthy. So. 
Believe you me, I will be trying that. Yeah, and I, I will let you know what what I think. Send us about an it. Insta story pic of it. Yes, I will definitely do that. That's a good idea. And speaking of Insta story, how can we get a hold of you guys? Social media, books, conventions. Yeah. What does the Freemans have coming up? Well, we're definitely very active on Instagram. So we're meet underscore the Freemans, meet the Freemans, um, super interactive on Instagram, our website, we have tons of resources from free resources. We actually give our ebook for free. Um, we have family meeting worksheets for free on meetthefreemans.com. And then also look at our university. So meetthefreemans.com slash ECU, Empowered mm-hmm. Couples University. We have level 101 to 404 courses. So 101 is like on the go. You can download an app and listen to these really incredible courses that we have made um, to group online live programs that we do coaching, private coaching, and then actually certifying other relationship coaches is our level mm-hmm. four. So we train other coaches, both in the coaching modality, as well as the business side. So go check out level 101 to 404, come to our events. I mean, we're, we're just creating a lot. So it's all on our university page. Awesome. Good stuff. Good stuff. And, good. and now you guys are, you have a book out now, right? And you said you're working on another one. What's the one that you have out now is the new power couple, correct? Yes. Yep. Those of you who are listening, make sure that you pick up a copy of that, The New Power Couple. Mm -hmm. And everything that they just said about how they can be reached will be in the show notes, just in case you couldn't write fast enough. (laughs) Um, We'll make sure that we have that information for you. Listen, Aaron and Jocelyn, we are, we're grateful. Very grateful. We're very grateful for the time that you spent with us. You've shared, you've dropped a ton of wisdom. A wealth of information. Yeah, and and we just appreciate your time. Thank you so much for being there. What you shared with us is just the tip of the iceberg, and we need to get to your website and find out all the rest of the valuable information that you have there. Oh, thank you. And Denise and Oliver, thank you so much for having us on. You know, it just goes to show how social media can be used for good. Mm, that's yes. right. You know, we <laughs> hadn't met before social media, you know, kind of followed each other. And I actually really love your premise here that in most industries, you really don't share your secrets. You don't share what really works for you. Right. And in the space of relationships, I mean, the quality of our life is really based on the quality of our relationships. So for you to open up a platform where we as coaches, even as couples can come together and share and bring this level of authenticity where, oh my gosh, we really go through the same things. Right. It just us all closer together, our own relationship to society, to other people. And this is just a wonderful platform. Yeah, I appreciate yeah. it yeah. so much. We got to stay you. guys. Thank you. Yes, thank you so much. So listen, we have the Freemans and make sure you go check them out. And uh, we just thank you again. We can't thank you enough. Maybe one one day we'll be able to kind of get you to come and do it again. Possibly yeah. we'll, we'll talk about that in the future. Yeah. But we just want to say thank you again. And, and, and may you be blessed in everything that you do, your business ventures, uh, the people that come in contact with you. May they just be uh, may they become as fulfilled as you are. Yeah, that's right. Well, thank you so much. Yeah. We wish that on you. Thank we you wish so that much. On you. This has been another episode of Trade Secrets. Make sure you visit www.denali.org for more engaging content and for other ways to connect with Oliver and Denise. Also, don't forget to subscribe and share this episode. Until next time, God bless.